Coming up, we were two fools who decided to stay at Universal's Endless Summer Resort, Surfside Inn and & Suites, and we sure do have some thoughts about it, and we're excited to share them with you. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Universal Edition of The Diz Unplugged. This is episode 225 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is also brought to you by Dizboards.com. If you're looking for even more information to help you plan your Universal Orlando vacation, head over to Dizboards.com and join the discussion today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I am your host, Craig Williams. Today, I am joined alongside by my co-host, Ryan the Rhino Clavin. Hello. Hello. Thank you for being here, Rhino. Yes, you're welcome. You had no other choice. I did not have a choice. No, not especially in this one, because we have... I do love doing the Universal show. I want to make that clear. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> I know you do, and I know and I know I do. So we both love doing it, so we're going to keep doing it for the time being until it gets canceled. So anyways, <laughs> that being said uh of course rhino had to be here for this episode because uh this this was an exciting one so this is one we've been looking forward to for a long time and that is our review of universal's endless summer resort surfside inn and suites which opened up on june 27th and yes rhino and i were there day one ready to take in all of the action and we sure did do that so uh on top of that we even got to go back in the parks and we got to ride hagrid's at night mm-hmm. yeah it was magical it was it was because it worked yes <laughs> and and it was a it was just a perfect moment well spent and shared uh between two gentlemen mm-hmm. on hagrid's on a motorbike yes yes and rhino rode my sidecar I was your sidecar. Mm-hmm. He was in a sidecar. Yeah, speed so fast, and like we were flying away. Yeah, and uh, that, but that all ties into it. So we we did need to get over to Universal while we were staying at Universal's Endless Summer Surfside Inn and Suites. I'm just going to start calling it Surfside Inn and Suites from now on. I can't do the full name every single time, but uh, and I even missed the resort. I think on the last time around on it, but we needed to, to see how far away it would be uh, actually when riding the bus and such. So uh, we had to do all of the science here for you on this one. I think we got it all. Uh, down and we've broken it all down and we have feelings and you know we're not going to beat around the bush no news no nothing today this is just our review of universal's endless summer resort surfside and in suites i swear that's the last time i say it all i can't i can't even do it i'm just gonna i know uh, if only we could like compile all the bloopers of rhino screwing up the name of the resort while we were there yeah (laughs) <laughs> it's terrible <laughs> pretty bad uh but in a great way so uh very very exciting here so let's start off at the very beginning uh the very <laughs> a very good a, place is that to a sound start. of music <laughs> yeah. oh look at that see i learned that yeah you did learn that we taught you well so uh, a very good place to start and uh in in terms of that we're going to start with Surfside Inn and Suites. Where is this at? Well, we've talked about it on the show before. I'm I'm going to let Rhino answer it here. But Orlando. It, my god, he got it. He got it, everyone. He got it. 
It's 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 where the former Wet and Wild used to be. Yes. Just on um, is it on International Drive? Technically, it is technically yeah. on International Drive. So it is literally in the former spot of where Wet and Wild was. So and so I believe the technical uh, the intersection would be it is at the intersection of Universal Boulevard as well as International. That's Drive. what I thought it was too, but I wasn't yeah. I wasn't hundred percent sure. I'll be honest, even if I say this, I, I'm confident on the International Drive portion of it. And I'm pretty sure it's Universal because when you go out straight, it goes right over the exactly. hill to it. Yeah. So. Well, now you can see the kind of preparation that we've brought to this. Well, you know what I can do, too? This little guy right yeah. here? Internet. I um, was hoping that in the time that I was stalling with World that Wide nonsense, Web. Yeah. that you would have already looked it up. But uh, he's no. going to get to that in just a second there. So, yes, it's on the former spot where Wet n' Wild used to be, of course, after uh, Universal decided and had Volcano Bay. Why, why need two water parks that you own, especially when one isn't even right on the same campus as everything else with Universal Orlando Resort? So what they decided to do was go and bulldoze that and turn it into a hotel and also add on another hotel, a sister hotel that's Dockside Inn and Suites coming, I believe, May 2020. Hey, and good for us. It was we Universal Boulevard. Cool. cool beans, dude. We did get that. So uh, it's right on that, that nice corner there. So I know the first thing you might be afraid of when I say it's on the corner of Universal Boulevard and International Drive uh, is like, oh, it's an International Drive hotel? Because I'll be honest, if you're from Orlando, that does have a slight negative connotation to it. Uh, International Drive is nothing to be afraid of, but there are portions of International Drive that are still that kind of uh, 192-esque old Florida in a way. It's it's cheesy attractions that you don't necessarily uh, you don't find in places except big cities. A lot of chain restaurants that are in like really run-down strip malls and and stuff like that a lot of all you can eat buffets uh, mm. randomly so it, it definitely it definitely doesn't have uh, the best the best uh the best location for what it is but i will say that the area that it is in on, on international drive is not is not a bad one it could be a lot worse oh yeah there there are plenty of other good hotels right around it uh there's not that many rundown locations right around it it's it's a it's an area that I would feel safe walking at night. Um, I know a lot of people wouldn't. For me, I would feel safe walking around there at night. But uh, it's uh, you know what you you do what your comfort level is and just leave it at that. But Rhino, how would you describe the 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 hotel of you know, uh, of Endless Summer Resort, Surfside Inn and Suites? What's what's the vibe you get from it? Beach. Okie dokie, that was it. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a real beach and vibe. Uh, it's it's bright, it's airy, it's open. Every, yeah, a lot of white, a lot of light blues, yeah. uh, sort of coloring. And um, when you when you drive up, you know, there's there's not a lot to the exterior of the hotel. It's got some color on it and stuff, but it's you know we're yeah. looking at a pretty basic design. Oh yeah, no, the design in itself is basic, but at the same time, a little bit sophisticated in that that you know it, it's very similar to the tower set up at Cabana Bay. If mm-hmm. you're familiar with that, so uh, so you have the lobby kind of right in the middle. Then you have these two long towers that kind of extend out uh, further and further, and they get smaller and smaller as they go down a giant pool right in the middle in between those two towers but that being said there is a little bit of like a a ridge to like i think at least the second tower where it starts to look a little wave wave. yeah yeah so uh it really does it even though you 
look at it and you're like, okay, this is kind of basic from the outside. It does get that that beach impact in there with that little bit of a wave on top of the building. Uh, it, you, and then at the end of the building, there's these big murals that definitely have the beach vibe to it with mm-hmm. the the sand and the sun and the surfers. Like it, it's simple, but I feel like there's just enough, and uh, that's. I feel like that's kind of now going into the actual review portion of this. Uh, not that we weren't before, but really getting into the brass tacks here. I feel like that's a a good definition of what the hotel is. It's simple but enough. Remember, this is Universal's first true value hotel. Honestly, I will say just from the get-go, I was actually surprised about like how much was to it for the value. Yeah, I, I wasn't surprised, but... I was overall pleased by it. There were a couple areas that I felt like needed uh, some serious uh, food, some serious uh, help. But for the most part, I, I, I was pleasantly surprised with our stay here. So when I say true value, you might be asking what I mean by that. And I'm talking when the prices first came out, they were a little bit different. Uh, they were saying Surfside Inn and Suites. The starting room was $73 per night based on a seven-night stay, and the two-bedroom suites there were $111, I believe, based on a seven-night stay. I'm not sure if that's still the case, I so I don't want to like go messing around with that. That's the original numbers that Universal was running with, so I would still trust it. But a lot of the uh, terminology they now have on their website uh, in terms of the starting from prices is all based on four-night stays, and the standard rooms are... $85 per night starting at uh, for the four-night stay and then $131 for the two-bedroom suite for a four-night stay. And that, of course— but ours in, was less than that, right? Um, no, ours was more than that, but uh, we'll get into okay. that there in just a second. So it's overall—it's um, it, it very, very fair. That is—the uh, the entire hotel is only made up of these two room types, the standard rooms as well as the two-bedroom suites. And uh, both of the rooms on paper, if you can go in this low-value season where and stay long enough where you can get these rates uh it can be a really awesome value for you but even at a random one night stay in a, in a low season technically you can still get a good deal so the two bedroom suites are actually what we stayed in for this uh for this review and like i said uh Universal's quoting based on a four night stay would start from one hundred thirty one dollars. Ours was a hundred and sixty eight dollars. Oh, okay. I want to say, and I want to also say that was after tax, if I remember correctly. That was with a Florida discount. I will say, um, did just that include to, the parking? No, that does uh, not include okay. parking. Then parking is fourteen dollars per day at the hotel, and then obviously, if you want to add anything else to the hotel, incidentals, what whatever, uh, you can also start racking that up. But yeah, just uh, just alone, uh, we're we're talking. I again, I, I don't have the exact. Uh, I, I can't remember. It was either one hundred sixty eight before the discount or one hundred sixty eight after. But I think for a two-bedroom suite that that is a fantastic price even for one night uh that it's it's far and few between where i've seen like disney discounts uh on on like florida resident discounts on on rooms that would be comparable which there aren't very many of but even beyond that like i i know my sister has gotten discounts at some of the the 
the hotels on Disney property with like a cast discount and hasn't even gotten these prices just for standard rooms. So yeah. uh, very excellent pricing, I will say, in terms of that. We will, we will get to whether or not we thought the room was worth the price, but we have to start with the uh, the, the entire experience. So check-in was painless. Yeah, yeah. Smooth. Yeah, yeah it honestly was the smoothest one we've had. So uh, if you have been following us along for a little while, take us all the way back to our review of Sapphire Falls. You might remember the disaster that that was in every way shape, well, i remember form. it took forever yes it was like a line through the lobby then we got up there and something was wrong when we got yeah. up there if i can I, i'm really really struggling to think back to how long it was it was at least an hour in line well i remember because i met you guys and i hadn't eaten and i was like i'll be fine we'll check in and we're gonna go eat right away that was the plan yeah and it, i was getting like angry yeah. that's how hungry i was and i was just like I, I remember being like starting to get dizzy and like a headache, and I was like, "Good lord, it took so long." Yeah, no, it was terrible, and this was the opposite. This was way closer to my experience at Aventura Hotel when I did that last year. It was we we walked pretty much right up. I think we waited maybe two seconds at at where you check in at, and then finally someone called us over. And I, I don't want to say that this was like, oh, it's just uh, we picked the right time to be there. We spent a good no, amount yeah, of time in the lobby. The lobby. Yeah, yeah. And it was always I don't slow. think there was ever more than like two or three people waiting. Yeah. And yeah. even then I was like, oh, I don't want to walk up because there's three people in line. But by the time I even walked toward the line, they were each had been called. Yeah. So I was like, okay. But uh, the, the team members who were working the front desk were very, very helpful right away. The only confusing thing I will say on there, uh, the entire process was very smooth. You know, we had our reservation. Uh, they didn't have to – they didn't need a confirmation number or anything. They were able to pull it up right away with my name and, and found everything and got it going. The only thing that caught me off guard, which I just personally have never dealt with before – but it's how they do it. Uh, normally at a hotel, you know, you put down your credit card for incidentals and especially if you want to have room charging privileges and stuff like that. And so you expect a hold on your credit card for, because of that. In this situation, I was able to tell them what I thought I was going to spend yeah. at the hotel. And that's the hold they put down and they would add more if they had to. So, uh, you know, normally, again, I would just expect like, oh, we're going to put a $300 hold on your room for the night and that covers everything. In this case, uh, I was like, I don't know, $100. And I think it was like two minutes later on my my notification from American Express. It's like, you've been charged $114. So 14 for the parking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then 100 for our incidentals, which we then – which I mean, not incidentals, but for our room charging purposes, which we went over, but not by a lot because the value side of this hotel transforms throughout everything. Mm -hmm. So for the restaurant, the bar, uh, it's it really is value all the way around. But uh, the first lobby, the first look you get at the lobby, I feel like introduces you to the fact that value doesn't necessarily mean cheap. Because no, it has an no. awesome feel to it. So, Rhino, what's what's your kind of vibe with the lobby? Um, no, I think it was very inviting. I thought it, the day we went, because it was opening day, they had, like, people with surfboards in there. And I was like, well, I don't get it. Like, I, I mean, I get it that they're supposed to be at the beach and whatever. And they were walking around and talking to people. But I was like, this feels so weird. Where are you going to use that surfboard? Like... Um, but I thought the lobby was very inviting and um, was, you know, I saw people like set up working in there and stuff. So it was 
I, there was, uh, you know, you've got your Starbucks in there. There's a little gift shop. Um, and by little, I mean the standard issue um, size gift shop that sells all your universal merchandising needs. Um, but yeah, I thought it was it, like we already said about the hotel itself. It was bright. It was, it was, uh, it was somewhere where it never felt crazy. Like hotel lobbies can sometimes be really crazy. I think if we're going to compare it, it's definitely a really, really sized down version of. Um, I'd say it reminds me a little bit more of Aventura than it does of um, Sapphire Falls. Like Sapphire Falls has that big, grandiose kind of entrance. I feel like, and and then uh, Rishon. Um and I feel like this seems very intimate. See, I both agree with you and disagree with you because if you remember at Aventura, it actually keeps extending all the way back because the the, the, ca- the cafeteria yeah. is all the way That's true. at the end. Um, but it, this does really remind me uh, – when you first walk in, it reminds me of um, – it, it does remind me of Sapphire Falls at least at the – at least at the initial one so like you walk in the doors and to your left is where all the Mm check-in areas are and it's got like this big kind of exaggerated wooden uh wave that's over top that yeah that helps balance out because the main color scheme you have all these like cream floors uh, very white cream floors and then the ceiling is this this blue kind of like long stretches that's very metallic in a way um i know i just said blue long stretches i don't know how to describe a roof it looks it's like a, a blue dock. roof yeah it looks like a dock on a beach yeah and it's it's like water it's it's that watercolor when I say blue, not just like blue, blue. And then there's these white little decorations hanging up in the kind of is the chandelier. And on the on the floor, there's places to sit that are just like these weird pebble chairs that have no backs and are super uncomfortable. Uh, I sat on one for a second. It was super uncomfortable, but it's just very open and inviting. And then unlike Sapphire Falls, where it continues on further back. It just ends, and then the next place you would go from there is outside. Uh, there's also that same wave you have over the check-in side also carries over into a nice seating area on the uh, on the other side. And so half of the seating area is on the wave, and then you can also sit on the back side of the wave too. And one of the things that I really loved about this area is that – I don't know if you noticed it, but underneath like all of the actual benches built in, there was – plugs and usb ports yeah i noticed yeah so and that's not just there like right out front of the starbucks they had the long tables yep they had two long tables where you could plug in and get some work done they had them all the way back by the exit when you're going into the courtyard with the pool they had another table set up with plugs and outlets um it, it just everywhere they were all over the place plenty of seating in the lobby and plenty of places to charge up on so uh you mentioned the starbucks to me there was nothing special about it yeah, it's just standard, another lobby. standard starbucks yeah, yeah. it's a lobby starbucks so uh, it's a good place if you want to get your coffee in the morning, but uh, no thrills on that. The gift shop, uh, you know, it's I, the only thing I think we should mention really with the gift shop is that there definitely was a plethora of Universal's in the summer Surfside Inn and Suites uh, merchandise throughout it. Yeah. And get your tanks, get your teas. 
Yeah, no, uh, yeah, a whole nice little big display of of merchandise. So very beachy in the colors, like nice kind of the same look as the hotel blues and grays all meshing together with some white as well, too. Um, And then like the that was kind of for the Surfside Inn merchandise for your your tanks, your tees, your beach towels, your shot glasses, mugs, mugs, all of that. And then the Endless Summer merchandise uh, kind of took the opposite side of the vibe and it went for more of like a, a cool uh, sunset yeah yeah that's a, it's like so that merchandise could kind of it could it could work for either either resort in a way from from my opinion of it uh it just it, it nothing like sunsets says anything like beaches to me wait did that make sense mm, i know what you're meant to say but i don't sure that the words if the stenographer <laughs> could read back the how about I just say sunsets? Sunsets equal beaches shun, shun, to me. Shatsha. She sells seashells down by the yeah. seashore. Sunsets say beaches to me. So uh, the only last thing <laughs> I want to mention directly in the lobby area because uh, it's something that we made use of a couple times. Uh, the restrooms in the lobby area, actually, right outside of it, mm. there are two water fountains. But on top of that, too. What do they have that I love more than anything right oh, now? Oh, the refillable water bottle station, saving the environment one water bottle at a time. Yeah. And it's the least I've used a refillable water bottle station uh, in any state. It was the I've one time had. I didn't have my refillable water bottle with me. Shame on me. Yeah. But I ended up using a plastic cup I would keep walking around to the corner yeah. to use. But Yeah. So uh, that's, that's, our kind of, uh, that's kind of our take on the lobby. It's, it's chill. It's big enough not to... Not too amazing, but it, it gets the job done. So just off the lobby is Beach Break Cafe. Mm. Yes. So uh, aesthetically pleasing. Very aesthetically pleasing. I'm gonna tell you this right now. The the area is is nice. I like I like how it's all set up. You know, again, that, that kind of color palette from the lobby transcends into here or, or makes its way into there but in then um lots of seating different types of seating too um you know uh but man that food yeah this this place is a bummer so uh it's not we're not going too in depth with it in this review because we actually have a separate vlog out there that is fully focused on all of our dining experiences that we had while we were at Universal's Endless Summer Resort uh, with it that really goes into depth on it. Our, our lunch, our dinner, our breakfast at Beach Break Cafe, as well as our room service pizza oh, delivery. The pizza uh, was good. <laughs> the pizza was good. Uh, the concept behind Beach Break Cafe is that pretty much everything is under all the entrees are under ten dollars and so when you were like really get it all together you now you can kind of throw together um you can kind of throw together a meal for like 13 bucks give or take which is very very fairly priced well and but. one of the things you can get in there which i thought was great was the universal the and the summer refillable mug yeah. and it was like nine dollars a day well nine dollars for the one day twelve dollars for two days and so on and i was yeah, like 15, oh. 18. Yeah. yeah, I was like, this is a deal. I was surprised. I thought the mug alone would have been like, cause I think at Disney World, they're like 17 or $18 now just for the one day. Yeah, no, no. The the mug is absolutely a fabulous deal if you're going to be around property a lot, and especially have those days where you're only using the pool and stuff. Uh, definitely look into the investment of the mug uh, to kind of recap the the food that we had 
from there uh well the food in general that they have there they have a variety of sandwiches and salads they have a rotisserie section they have a pizza section they have a grill and the items that we got while we were there included the baja chicken sandwich we also had the um Sorry, for a I second. I had a Power Bowl. Yeah, the you, Adobe Chicken Power Bowl. Adobo. Adobe. Not the Adobe. Adobe uh, software. You, photoshopped chicken. <laughs> you had the Adobo Chicken with Garlic Lime Crema Power Bowl. Uh, we also had the Herb Crusted Cod and the Citrus Roasted Chicken. Those were our lunch and dinner choices between the two. And then for breakfast, we had the breakfast pizza as well as the blueberry pancakes with the, with the lemon curd. And that's all the items we got there. And then for our, our dinner in there, our third dinner in the room, we had the room service pizza uh, that was uh, delivered a barbecue chicken pizza, which I'm still dreaming oh, about. It was so good. <laughs> it was. So uh, good. That could have just been the exhausted state that we were in, that it was so good. And but. it was the first thing that we had that entire trip that was fresh. Yeah. So because they made it to order. So oh, and that's ultimately the problem with Beach Break Cafe that I the only thing I want to harp on in this, because if you want to see uh, the details on the food and stuff, you can obviously go and, and watch that one. But in terms of in terms of the restaurant as a whole, it, it, I don't know, maybe get the salads. But or the sandwich. Well, the, they're pre. The salads are pre boxed too. So I know the sandwich. No, because they were wrapped, and so like half of the sandwich has been exposed to the air. I guess so. That's I'm true like, too. it could be really stale, is what it looked like to me, based on the type of bread they were using. So basically, just the salads. Yeah, because yeah. they're contained and made that day. Hopefully, yeah. everything says when it was made and when it goes bad. So there's no question about that. Yeah. But but there are other items you can find in here for value. I felt like you 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 know you can buy a bottle of wine for your room for twenty dollars. I didn't think that was that bad. Um, four dollar beers seven dollar mixed drinks i was like oh this is pretty good you know like this is a value compared to like other resorts i've been to where like that little tiny mixed bottle would be like 14 dollars or something you know yeah I, i guess my problem is i do not like the setup that everything is already prepackaged or except for the rotisserie section where everything's been sitting out yeah and if it's not getting used up quickly then it's just getting cold uh this is not to me, even if this is a value resort, it's not acceptable. Uh, over at the All Star Resorts at Disney, if you go up in, you know, there are some sections in their food courts that are similar, but there's still plenty of stuff you can have made to order. Um, I don't, I don't feel like. I don't feel like the fact that it's value means that you need to cut corners on the dining. Like, yes, I I would kind of defeat the purpose of it if you showed up there and and everything was twenty dollars because, well, you know, it, it kind of has to be there's there's a lot of chefs working to make it all good. But I feel like there has to be a balance in between uh, without having to ask for can i have fresh food um that, that shouldn't be something you have to ask you should have the freshest best food you should have there otherwise i say just just skip it i and that's kind of how i am just skip it if you want a meal and you've got four people there or you got two fat kids like us just order the twenty seven ninety nine room service pizza. Yep, it will it will satisfy you much longer than anything will in this restaurant. And I feel terrible for saying it. And I hope I hope that they get that feedback. They get our feedback. They get others' feedback and make some changes to it. But Beach Break Cafe, I say avoid. 
avoid until it's good yeah. or just use it for like the drink options. And if you're there. worried about being like, well, what do I do for food if I'm staying there? I, I, I'm going to tell you right now, literally just through the crosswalk, there's a KFC and a pizza place across the street that yeah. you can go to if, if it's not – you know, whatever. Yeah. So uh, beyond that, other amenities that were – well, since we just talked about Beach Break Cafe, that is that option. Uh, then there's also Sandbar. That is the pool bar that only serves drinks. And uh, like the, the food video, we also have a separate video on the drinks that we got while we were at Sandbar. But, Rhino, do you want to recap what drinks we did get um, while we We were got there? the Tidal Wave Endless Summer for $9, which was rum, deep eddy, peach vodka, orange, pineapple, and cranberry. And the Strawberry Basil Mule, which was Jim Bean, ginger, muddled strawberries with basil. Um, those are both on the rocks nine dollars uh we got them during happy hour so i believe they were each a dollar off there's a happy hour at this resort from i want to say it was five to seven mm-hmm. um and then we also tried yeah. the toasted coconut mojito for 950 which is the rum haven coconut rum mango mint toasted coconut and the surfside whitewash which is rum haven coconut rum red bull coconut and pineapple and then so when we got those those are each a dollar off so they were 850 each yeah. when we got them so i compared to like how much you're gonna buy a uh, a, dr- a mixed drink for anywhere else it's going to be like 12 or 13 dollars so i feel like these are pretty good prices yeah. you know nope. and the drinks weren't even that bad they were they were good yeah no they, they were they were completely serviceable for what they were yeah. and uh you know they could do they can do whatever you want you can, at the you, end of the day you can yeah. just stick with beer you can um, get giraffe beer here for six bucks so like bud light miller light coors light michelob ultra corona premiere Blue Moon, Wavemaker, and Modelo, yeah. and then there's a bunch of canned beers that are all six fifty. Yeah, and those were six ounce, uh, sixteen ounce drafts for the the beers that you mentioned that were on draft there, and then for happy hour on like the Bud uh, family, I want to say those were all four. So uh, it's. They're a very affordable bar. There are non-alcoholic beverages that, that are like smoothies that they'll make for you too, but they didn't list them called this on the menu, but on the website they call them Barney beverages. I. I got nothing. I, yeah, I have never heard that. So the the interesting. I'm going to use that. Yeah, I'm assuming that Barney is someone. the purple dino. But, okay, maybe yeah. that Mr. I, Tickle Pants or whatever. What was the name of the guy? <laughs> Mr. Peekaboo. Mr. Peekaboo. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Tickle Pants sounds yeah. horrible. It, it absolutely does. But yeah, Sandbar. I think it's convenient. <laughs> it's right beside the pool. Uh, and speaking of that, why don't we just mention the pool right now and the other amenities there? Uh, what do you think of the pool? Well, I didn't go in it, but it, it yeah. was a nice big surfboard shaped pool. I see. I see it more as a Jesus fish pool. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I I I thought actually where the pool is located, the pool area is very nice because it's right up against the edge of the resort, which overlooks the water, the lake yeah. that it's on. So I was like, oh, that's kind of a cool view when you're in there. Yeah, but I I, I will say this much. Uh, again, we didn't go in the pool. I don't. I don't need to go in a poll to tell you how big it was. I'll just tell you the amount of people that were there while we were there. Uh, you can at no point in time are you going to struggle to find a beach chair mm-hmm. and uh, you're not going to feel overly crowded in the pool. It is a very, very large pool. Uh, I When it's at full capacity and everyone decides to swarm at the same time, I could tell you it would probably get busy. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I think your average day, you're, you're not going to feel like you're – you're overcrowded, especially on the beach chairs. There are so many beach chairs. Uh, there was live entertainment at Sandbar, so you can take it or leave it. I think uh, I would... there were two ladies that 
They took it. Yeah. I, they, no, wait a minute. <laughs> they, they were loving their lives. Those, these two ladies at the bar were dancing like nobody's business. Yeah. One person mentioned it in the comments for our Sam yeah, Bar video. I saw, the, I saw that comment. Where they were like, what was going on with those two? And I, I didn't even think I'd left it in there, really. So I'm like, yeah. Yeah. yeah but I, overall, it, I think it's a very, very nice pool area. Like, like you said, it's got a beautiful view looking out in there. Uh, hours are good at 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. So plenty of time to, to have an opportunity to get in the pool. Uh, and yeah, I, I I was impressed with it. It could have been fancier. It could have had a nice place that had food attached with it, like uh, like Cabana Bay does with their hideaway. Like the but, snack or something, yeah, but, but it's fine. It's fine. Yep. Yeah, again, it's value. I'm not going to complain too yeah, much yeah. about it. Yeah, 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 so uh, the other amenities, they have a they have an arcade, which was kind of our running joke the entire time. It's, it is such a small arcade. It is so stupid. But it's fine. I think if you're a kid and you want to play in the arcade, there's plenty of things to choose from. I mean, there's like, I don't know, 12 machines yeah. in there or something. But, were, but, but man, that one thing that you need to put your money on to get the ticket to work did not work and they were working around the clock with this the entire time we were there for over 24 hours on this thing i'm not even kidding you yeah oh no constantly and there was lots of people in there using the arcade so it it truly i think does serve the purpose that it has there so uh just to me it's like uh, to me i'm used to seeing the disney value resorts with these massive arcades because they realize they're a value and that might be what people enjoy but um, i'm not trying to say like oh no people who only stay value can can like have arcades and stuff it just seems to be that that's a trend with it based on what disney established universal's going against that so i guess that's where it comes in with two different companies have two different mindsets on the other side the gym which is open from 6 a.m to 10 p.m was i think one of the greatest gyms i i've seen in in any hotels uh maybe it's not as impressive as the uh the jack lalane yeah i was uh, gonna say let's yeah it's on. it's definitely not as impressive as that the jack lalane one in Kippen dragon <laughs> <laughs> but for for a value hotel this thing was amazing plenty plenty of machines uh whether you wanted a treadmill uh elliptical everything uh weights um I, I, they had a rowing machine in there. Yeah, <laughs> like it was, uh, it was a nice setup. It was. It's in a spot though where people are going to watch you, but it's, yeah. it's 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 it was a nice selection of machines. Yeah, and I, I can't I can't foresee a time where you would ever go in this gym and be like, oh, it's overly crowded for me. You know, it, it's not like when you go to that one hotel where it's like, okay, they gave you three treadmill and one treadmill they give you three treadmills and one medicine ball and that's it this is not the case uh just very impressive jim i am i'm very happy with that and uh i guess that's where uh you know it's where we're gonna go up to our rooms where we're gonna see lots of fun decor on the ceilings and stuff like surfboards because we're constantly under the waves brah but uh but yeah, let's let's talk about the rooms. So we had our our two bedroom suite. We did our initial room review tour that is already out there that you can watch. We apologize for the audio on that one. Uh, didn't realize it until after it was uploaded. <laughs> it was just for like a couple for a couple seconds. It doesn't yeah. mean it, it, everyone thinks it's the air conditioner turning on, and it's not. It's something wrong with the was something wrong with the mic on yep. the camera. But uh, overall, um, the the two bedroom suite. My only complaint with it is. It's still not a two-bedroom suite. It is a one-bedroom suite. 
Uh, that's just simple. There's only one bedroom. The fact that the the main area of the room is happens to have two beds in it that does to that to me does not make it a bedroom. Like if a standard room, I don't consider that a one bedroom place. So why would you all of a sudden add on an extra bedroom and call it a two bedroom? But I guess that's just where you get into semantics. Yeah, I, don't, yeah, I didn't get that terminology either yeah. but but the uh i i want to say that uh one of the things we mentioned in it was at first off like oh well it's not really about our initial thoughts on it. it's about what what it's like after we're sleeping there after after we enjoyed the beds and uh how was your sleep in the room i liked it i felt comfortable i mean i went to bed at like three in the morning and woke up at like seven in the morning but it was uh I, I thought the beds were fine. Yeah. I, honestly, the, yeah. I ended up being very surprised by the beds. I yeah. thought we weren't going to enjoy it. We were sitting there watching TV, eating our pizza. I was kind of like, eh, this is not that comfortable. And then it just like clicked where I think I got in a groove in the right part of the bed. And it just, I, I fell asleep yeah. so fast. They're still new, so they're pretty firm, which I like. But en- enough of that give where like, you know, I can, I don't know bounce around i I tried to bounce on the bed but it didn't you know i'm 34 so oh i I, and i was jumping back and forth between the beds i will say that i found hiding spots uh, in the room window (laughs) no i i I liked uh the space in that and that's in the the main room i originally i was going to sleep in the the one bedroom by itself but sleep uh, watching tv what were we watching Colin Hanks TV show. Yeah, we were watching Life in Pieces. Yeah. We watched a little Family Guy, a little Simpsons. We kind of went through the entire realm, yeah. baby. Uh, we wanted to just watch oh, Austin Powers, but that's but a couldn't. great thing that we should bring up, oh, though. Yeah. Is the TV? Oh, so it was a, it was you know, nice TV, nice size TV in both rooms. But Craig picked up the remote and he realized it's one of those like Xfinity um, remotes that you can talk to it. So we would we would be like, I want to watch this, and then it would bring up like on-demand selections yeah. that were already there or you like it would tell you when things were playing if you were looking for something exactly you had the comcast xfinity on demand on it so uh your your remote doesn't control the tv it's actually controlling the cable box that is right up above the tv so so you have like you basically have this digital cable box in your room and you have everything that comes with it you have the awesome guide set up you have the voice activated talking to it uh you have you have um the you like rhino said you had on demand and i mean like on demand Mm -hmm. and there were so many movies we could choose from tv shows episodes like it was it was my dream for like sitting back to watch tv and it just i i was really surprised by that i'm really happy like i don't i don't in my house because um I can't, but I, 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 but I like to fall asleep to TV sometimes, and so whenever we travel, I always like to have something that is on that I'm familiar with a little bit that it makes me feel a little comfort, you know, yeah. when you're sleeping somewhere that you're not familiar with. Yeah. So uh, it's nice to have that as op- many options, you know. Absolutely. I was very impressed with that. Uh, the I will say we had the room cranked as low as 65. That's as low as it would go. Yeah. And with the hardwood floors, I thought things would stay a little cooler because of it. But yeah. I felt like even with it being as low as possible, I wasn't 
I was never I wasn't cold. cold. No, yeah. and and I've been like when we when we stayed at Disneyland for our recent Galaxy's Edge coverage, like we, I don't even think it went down that far. And I remember Frozen. being like, I'm freezing. Yeah, like there were nights where I had to get up and turn it up, you know. And like this at 65 the whole time, it, it was comfortable, yeah. but it was like not our normal it could have been a couple degrees colder yeah yeah i'm definitely down with that and uh, ultimately we got a lot of use out of our picnic table uh plenty of use yeah i actually really enjoyed that yeah no it was whether we were using it to have our laptops out and do work or uh store our our breakfast on it uh we we got a lot of use so i'm all for the picnic table i'm all for the fridge Uh, i guess the sink is nice to have too i don't i i maybe I maybe could have used a little bit more of an expanded kitchen in that way because of it. But uh, at the same time, if I could ultimately change anything, and I mean anything, I think I would have – maybe this just sounds crazy. But for the the main bedroom portion of the room, I think I would have preferred one queen bed in there and then one queen couch pull out mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah because i think if you weren't if you were going to stay with like four people and it was like two couples then you could have it would have given you a little bit more space or yeah. something like it that. was because it was kind of like there were three beds in there but even if everybody that we had invited had shown up i don't think we would have used it all either yeah. so i'm um, not saying like oh well yeah but it's that you know you book a room based on how many people are going to be there but it was kind of like well you know, what if you're just somebody that wants some space? You could clear yeah. it out, you know? Yeah, I mean, it just, I know it's really getting nitpicky on it. And that's where, like, I like Cabana Bay's family suites because it does have the seating area. It's a nice place to relax and enjoy and hang out with friends. And then you have the separate sleeping area. Yeah. So you can, you get both of those. But here, it's like, okay, well, if, if our friends would have come over, I'm, I'm admitting it, we don't have friends. But if they would have come over, uh, and if we had them, it would have been awkward because it's like, okay, let's all pile on these beds to sit around and watch TV uh, or just let's sit at the picnic table. But it, it just it was it didn't provide that. But I guess the average vacationer also doesn't necessarily need that. So I understand why it could be dropped on there. But, uh, it, you know, nothing in the room felt cheap for the price. Uh, got comments asking if the room was clean. It was clean, which I would expect it to be considering we were there for the very first day. I know sometimes you have to be concerned like, OK, well, just because you were there on the first day doesn't mean the room wasn't finished and ready to go like three weeks before and just sitting there collecting dust and in our case it was the room was very very clean i think we found like one small dusty area that uh rhino kind of inhaled the dust but that was in the closet so uh it's you always have to worry about dust in the closet get that collie yeah no i'm not i can honest of all the jokes i make about saying i'm bad and saying bad things i will not say that I am not R. Kelly. Okay, good. Well, thank God for that. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And I was probably just like when you put new furniture together, that type of yeah. dust. It wasn't like dust dust. Yeah. And ultimately, at the end of the day, uh, $168 for that room for one night, I think spectacular value um, just for the room alone. Uh, the last thing we'll kind of end with, I, I think, in terms of that, we've kind of gone over everything. Next thing is the proximity. So we talked about that at the start of the show, where it was actually located. Um, I'm still not settled on this yet. Well, our bus ride to the parks with the shuttle took from the time the bus pulled up to get. So entering the bus to exiting the bus 
was like 18 minutes. Yes, and that was on the way there. And We did hit some turning into that area traffic at, uh, I don't even remember what time of day we went, like 7.30, 8 o'clock. Once we got to the transportation hub, yeah, it was right around like 7, yeah, just like what you said, 7.30, 8 o'clock. At the transportation hub is where we hit the traffic. So we made it through the Universal Boulevard, International Boulevard uh, traffic light with no problems, yeah. made it over. It was then once we were trying to get turned into where the bus loop is, that's where we hit all the traffic. And so that was slightly aggravating because you could tell like, oh, we're here. If they would just let us off. I know. I wish you just opened the door, <laughs> yeah. especially when we had turned, already made the turn, but we were stuck there for another like five minutes. I was like, just unload the bus. Oh, like, it, it was like 10 minutes. Yeah. It was, we literally would have made it there. I would have said in six minutes if we would have been able to just pull right up and then taken a right and gone in. Super convenient in that way. On the way back, it did only take us eight minutes, mm-hmm. uh, and that was with waiting on the light to turn out and turn left and then go through all of that. So uh, bus transportation, not bad. Walking, uh, I I kind of did a half walk to get to Universal. Uh, I hate doing that because I walk really quickly, so I'm not a good judge of it. I could walk from Endless Summer all the way to Universal uh, at the City Walk Hub in about 25 minutes. Uh, the issue with this is right now the only way you can get out of Surfside Inn and Suites is all the way where you actually drive onto it. Yeah, it's weird because so where you would exit the hotel, you have to go all the way back up a street and then come all the way back down a street. Exactly. Essentially. Yeah, there's there's no gate to take you from the lobby of the hotel right to the where the intersection of Universal International yeah. is. It's, you have to walk all the way down the entire length of the hotel and then loop back around and make so up right that back ground. Where you were, essentially. Exactly. Jump the fence. Yeah, I mean, that's the quickest option with it. But because of that, it adds on a little extra time. So it's not out of the question if you would prefer the walk to waiting on the bus. Uh, I definitely I definitely would say it's, it's, it's not bad. But again... If you're uncomfortable with the area, don't walk in the night. Just walk in the daytime. But it's not dangerous. You don't have to worry about getting your car jacked or anything. Uh, it's not It's not bad like that. It's just it's obnoxious. International drive, to me, is an obnoxious part yeah. of Florida. Well, all those uh, tourists, just like yourselves, that are going to book there. You know, <laughs> I'm not calling you, know, you guys you know, obnoxious. It's 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 a it's a matter of uh, I just be concerned. It's a, it's a high area of a lot of people not knowing where they're going. Yeah, so it, I you know be careful. That's where I would say that with the walking is that be concerned that someone will almost run you over. Yeah, uh, that is my main concern with that. Uh, I think that's literally about it though. With it, is there anything else we're missing? No, no. So overall, final thoughts on it. Rhino is is the first value hotel, the price points that it's at, uh, with the decor, the comfort, everything in there. Would you recommend it? Oh, yeah, yeah, I think I would. 100%. I, I would tell anybody who is asking me, um, like my friend Nicole is going to come down for Halloween Horror Nights like she does every year. And I think they made a reservation there. And, and they're like, oh, so we, you know, how is it? And I'm like, actually, I think it's very affordable. It's right there. You know, it's – you're so – I, I I told her, I was like, I think you'll be happy. So, especially in that suite, I thought the suite was a great value for the money. Yeah, I have to say I'm pretty much right there with you. Uh, there's the couple minor complaints I had. Like, I don't recommend the food at all. 
So no, you know, maybe I mean, there's a Walgreens right across the street too. You could probably get some like breakfast items yeah. or whatever, and then save your meals for in city walk. Yeah. Save them for in the park. Don't eat at the hotel. Just don't find, find some way around that. So I have to knock the hotel on the food. That really was a big failure. Yeah. Uh, I, I understand why they're doing it, but I think it is kind of – it also sucks that you'll only be able to pull hop between Dockside and, and Suites as well as Surfside. You can't use the other hotel pools mm. all around because that's been the big thing with Universal Hotels. You can always bounce around and use the other pools. Uh, so pool hopping now out for those, but they're also not on the main campus. But it's – you know, I also – I look at the pool hopping aspect of – it maybe I'm at the price point right now. All I can afford is Surfside Inn and Suites, but I want to know if I can mm. if I can ever afford these other ones one day. If I can, if you I can still go check it. them out. Yeah, though. you can, but you have to stand behind the gate and look like a weirdo. Yeah, and, yeah, it's my life story. Yeah, so I, I, but I understand too. You're start. You're at seven hotels now. You got to start getting concerned about about how many people are all showing up to the one pool at the exact same time um and then it's just if you like if you like proximity and you you like being at hard rock because you literally can walk to the parks in five minutes ten minutes then i can understand why you would still want to keep that but if you're just looking for a cheap place to stay that's comfortable clean uh friendly and and just basically a place for your your head at night and you don't necessarily care about being as close as possible and being in the the most the you know the most luxurious of places i'm i'm, I'm gonna go all in on this place i i recommend it just don't eat there and you know manage the expectations on stuff like proximity and such that we said so thumbs up good good but okay i think that's it i think it's it now so I feel like I'm not going to answer any questions because I would just be awkward. Well, at plus the end of I think one. we're running out of time. Yeah, we are, but we're not to. <laughs> but we are. But we're not. But we are. But we're not. But anyways, I'm not going to answer questions because uh, one day people will look back on this as this this review and they'll be like, wow, what a good succinct review where you only went off the rails at one point in time. And uh, and and then you answered these random questions at the end that really that really date it all. And, uh, you know, it's uh, just pick a random celebrity right now. Pick one. Pick one. Tim Allen. Okay, we will. That's not super random, but uh, we'll we'll just next time. Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver. That's a perfect one. So next episode, I promise you, we will answer questions. Uh, that will be after our big fire review that we're going to have for you next week. We'll answer questions, and we will find a way to bring in our new, brand new Sigourney Weaver podcast. That's going to get be away from one. her, you beach, where we talk <laughs> about the endless summer beach resort. <laughs> Oh man, that would have been He's perfect still, for this episode. Yep, if you could still just and the, get name the freaking is name not right, right. <laughs> no, so not whatever. So thank you guys so much for watching and listening to this. Thank you, Rhino, for being here and a part of it. So of course, if you need more information on this show and all the others on the Diz Unplugged Podcast Network, DizUnplugged.com. Uh, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, all the places that we exist at. And if you need to email us, uopodcast at DizUnplugged dot com uh, if you are if you're listening to this on itunes or whatever version uh, where you're getting audio make sure to subscribe rate and review us and if you're watching this on youtube make sure you're subscribed uh, leave us fun comments hit that thumbs up button and all that good stuff um, and yeah that's it so uh, thank you very much again guys we hope you enjoyed our review of surfside and in suites we'll see you again next week with another episode but until then remember we still have not changed the name